Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 42 of the Next Generation of Superstars podcast, and we're very grateful to have Amaya Messier here with us today, and she currently plays beach volleyball at the blocker position for LSU and is originally from Aurora, Colorado. Thank you for, for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're excited to have you and share your story. And so tell us more about how you found your passion and, and love just for the game of volleyball. Yeah, so I played indoor for a really long time up until college, actually. And I was kind of playing beach volleyball as a side gig to just kind of round out my skills. Um, so I was playing it alongside indoor for a while. And then as I played it longer, it was actually one of my coaches who pointed out to me, like, you seem happier when you're playing on the beach. And then just kind of took off from there. So It's incredible. And, and you talk a little about there, just your coaches. Did you have any specific coaches you know, from growing up or mentors or pe- other people that kind of helped uh, helped you along the way with, with really sharpening your craft you know, for the game? Yeah, I would say there's definitely a couple. Um, Mike Patton is the head coach at the lab here in Colorado, the beach club that I played for. Um, he definitely helped me kind of realize my passion. He was the one <laughs> who helped me realize my passion for the sport. Um, and he's always like a call away if I need something. Um, he's just somebody who's always has my back no matter what. Um, and I guess going along with that, he actually introduced me to Jeremy Casebeer, who currently plays on the AVP tour here in America. And he's just such an awesome person and coach. Uh, he's such a competitor on the court, but also one of the best people you'll ever meet off the court so I just really admire that from him and then somebody I've worked with most recently is Angela Rock I think she's going to be coaching at Cal Poly this year but she's just got such a deep knowledge of the game that it makes me want to continue to learn more about it myself so it's incredible it's, a, it's such a growing sport too and, uh, and to be able to, to be passionate about it at the same time um, is, is truly awesome and what about just the rest of your family and friends um, how has that, and even fans, and how has that support been as you've really progressed uh, throughout your career? Um, my family's definitely played a large part in, um, I guess, supporting my career. I mean, we always have to thank our parents for paying for private lessons, you know, practices like joining teams and all that. But I would say, especially uh, the past two years, I was at a program that only had one scholarship amongst like 16 girls. So there was nobody was on a full ride just because of the funding situation there. So I could have went for a full ride to play indoor volleyball, but my mom was like really accepting of the fact that I wanted to play beach volleyball. So she let me um, chase after that, even if the financial situation was a little unsure. So I can definitely uh, thank my mom for that opportunity. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I know all those lessons and hard work and effort in time, you know, put into it is, is definitely going to pay off in the long run. Um, you know, throughout just these past couple of years with NIL being underway, how have you kind of seen, you know, more fan engagement or even, you know, whether it's online on social media or offline, how do you kind of engage with fans um, that, that you've seen support you? That's something I'm definitely working on. Um, I would say my presence isn't maybe something that's like super out there so it's for me it, social media is something I'm working on and I think that's the best way to engage with our fans as of right now because beach volleyball being a new sport it's a little bit of a different environment than like other sports where you have like a big stadium and you have like lots of places for your fans to come and see you 
So I think the easiest way to reach out to our fans is like popping up on their For You pages or their Explore feeds and just kind of creating content that's like engaging to them and people who may not know the sport very well. Because anybody that I've talked to who previously didn't know beach volleyball and then went to go watch a game loved it. It's such a fun sport. And I think the more exposure we can give towards the sport, I think it'll help us engage with more of our fans. So Yeah. That's awesome. So how new is the sport? Because I'm not as knowledgeable as others might be with beach volleyball, but how new is the sport of beach volleyball, or especially even at the collegiate level right now? Um, it's definitely the newest in collegiate. Um, this is like a number I'm not entirely sure of, but my guess is that it's probably under 10 years since it's been sanctioned, maybe like almost 10 years old. So yep. in consideration with like a lot of the other sports, it is still fairly new. Um, it's not new in the terms of like an Olympic sport. Like a lot of people, that's where they right. gain their exposure to it is the Olympics. So I think um, bringing it to the collegiate level is something that's going to be super fun in terms of having something else to watch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And for just a new sport for fans to engage with, like you said, what would you say right now, or just you know, since you started playing beach, beach volleyball, is your favorite part just about the sport? Oh, that's a good question. There's so many things to love about the sport. Um, I would say from a fan engagement standpoint, like I've been to a couple of pro events, and it's different from like NBA or NFL. Like you can walk up to the players right after a game. Because typically right. it's people that they um, that you know from your own community that you engage with like on a day to day basis in general. So they just have like a stronger connection, I think, like face to face to their fans, at least at the pro level. Um, and then I guess just from being a beach volleyball athlete in general, you are so much more involved than you are on a court with six people because there's only two of you. Right. So you get a lot of touches. You can't get subbed out. Like it's a, yep. it's a thing you just literally cannot leave the court. So um, it also helps, I think, with learning how to kind of push through challenges because of that. Like, oh, if you're the one who's making all the errors, you got to find out how to recover quickly. And there's just so much diversity within the sport, like skill wise, like you can be any pretty much any body type, like any height and you can still excel in the sport. Yeah, no, that's awesome to hear that. And um, going a little bit further and just like the training, you know, for the sport of beach volleyball, what does that routine look like? How does it kind of, you know, differentiate from other, you know, training just for regular volleyball indoors? Um, what, what does that training kind of look like, you know, for you as, as a college athlete for beach volleyball? Um, I would say it's there's some similarities, like I would say for um an in-season typical day like we would go like lift for an hour and then practice for two and a half hours but like you kind of have to take into account like the exposure to the sun and how much you're running on an uneven surface like running on sand is so difficult right. um, that I feel like you definitely have to put an emphasis on making sure you feel correctly like eat enough before drink a lot of water um and make sure stay on top of recovery so I feel like there are some similarities with indoor but the I would just say like the environment of the training is slightly different just because we're outside. <laughs> of course, of course. And no, and that's, you know, it's so important to be able to, to have your routine, like you said, and kind of just be able to adapt when needed, um, especially because of the environment that you're in. Um, I think another important thing that, you know, we've talked a lot about on our podcast is just the mental health aspect, you know, just in sports in general, how do you kind of, um, you know, how do you care for yourself with mental health and to, and make that a priority just being a student athlete. 
Yeah, um, mental health is something that I didn't realize was such a huge part of sports until I got to college. Because um, you can train like your muscles and you can learn how to eat and you can be super conditioned, but like you have such an extra me- like edge when your mental well-being is right. also on top of that. Um, so something that I decided to do is I really utilized the resources we had at my previous school. So I talked to... Um, our psychologist a lot just about like whatever it was like didn't even have to be sport related and it's just so much easier to compete your best when you feel your best absolutely yeah I mean it's the you know just as we you know as athletes train for you know our physical health we have to you know care for for our mental health because you know they both go hand in hand and, and being able to balance that um, allows you to play at your best and, and be clear-headed in, in the sense where you can actually uh, perform you know the way you want to perform um, you know kind of going more in the direction now into Nil as we talked a little bit on earlier you know it's only been two years old and there's been so many exciting things that have happened in the space so far how has it kind of impacted your personal brand Amaya where you can actually take full ownership and control? Um, and really be able to build the brand that you want for yourself, you know, within this whole world of, of name, image, and likeness. How has that kind of impacted you? Um, I think NIL is such an awesome space because there's so much potential, no matter what type of athlete you are. Because, I mean, obviously, like, big sports like football and basketball, like, they already gain a lot of publicity as it is. But being a newer and smaller sport, you can kind of take that into your own hands and create your own publicity, whether that's on social media or anything of the like. Um, And I think NIL, just like I had said, just has so many opportunities to really do what you want with it. Because I know a lot of, like, my teammates decided that they just didn't want to utilize it because, um, for whatever reasons. And I feel like there's so much potential that people are unaware of. It's, I guess, I don't want to say it's easier than you think, but it's a little more accessible than you think. Yeah, no, 100%. I think there's more resources, opportunities, like you said, that are now, you know, appearing in the space that are are giving a helping hand and adding value to student athletes lives. um, And and really, you know, providing more awareness on how you can if you have no idea what to do, here's a here's a playbook to success. Here's a blueprint of how to capitalize on your NIL um, and, and really go forth with it. And, you know, going on top of that, has there been any particular brands or any of your interests um, of brands that you really want to partner with that you've seen in the space but haven't had the chance to to partner with yet? Um, I feel like this is one that probably a lot of people say, but Nike, I've always loved their brand since I was a kid. Literally all I wear is athletic wear. And going along with that, Lululemon is a very popular brand amongst uh, beach volleyball athletes. They just make really awesome quality stuff. I kind of just would love an apparel company in general to <laughs> to work with them because like I had said that's pretty much my entire wardrobe um I'm also majoring in environmental science so like anybody who's big in sustainability whether that's profit or non-profit I think would be an awesome opportunity so just any of those really <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome well Phil Knight's listening in our audience we'd love to, to get Nike on board with Amaya uh, but <laughs> no it's, inc- it's incredible to have those you know passions of brands that you want to partner with because you never know when that opportunity can open um, to, to do so and you said you talked a little bit about the environment um, and, and your major you know kind of going back to just giving back I think NIL allows you to really give back to your community to the kids that look up to you 
how has this allowed you now, and if you have any plans in the future, to really make that type of positive impact on your community and, and really the kids and youth? Um, I think that's something that being an athlete in general, you have um, such an opportunity to do because kids already look up to you being an athlete like at a big school because at some point like in their eyes you're a professional so I think um, NIL can help really like utilize being a role, role model by just kind of putting your values out into the space for everyone to see so that um, people can either follow in your footsteps or like kind of I, join your cause I guess is what I'm trying to say <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely and, and, and like you said it's spot on right a lot of the kids look up to athletes as professionals and even just like a role model where, you know, I want to follow in, in his or her footsteps um, because of what they've paid, the path they've paved. Right. And, and just, you know, the leadership they show, you know, they're they're driven, they're motivated to to make it, you know, difference. And and I think that's just so powerful to be able to you know give back and show, you know, those kids that like you can go and chase your dream, you know, whether it's a beach volleyball or basketball or track and field, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, you know, they can go and follow their passions. And, you know, I think another aspect of things that we're seeing right now in sports is technology. Um, and this whole world of sports technology is, is growing at a rapid pace. What have you seen, you know, just within your sport? Um, how has sports technology really impacted, right? Have you kind of seen the data and analytics and the other stuff with injury prevention? Um, and and that, that how has that kind of helped you as an athlete navigate? Yeah, so this is something I found super interesting when I went to go visit LSU. Um, they put a huge emphasis on taking care of their athletes and kind of monitoring the wear and tear on their bodies. And I think, unfortunately, the program that I was at just didn't have the funding to really um, kind of understand that technology. I think it's so important because athletes do so much on a day-to-day -day basis that I think it's important to make sure we do what we can to like be our best um so i find the technology to be something that's su not only super helpful but super interesting as well um just makes everyone's jobs easier from staff to coaches to athletes it's just it's such an awesome thing for sure yeah absolutely and has there been anything in particular that you've seen just so far um, that I, when you visit lsu of, of what they're doing with their sports technology you know anything that you saw that kind of stood out um, when, you, when you were visiting that? Uh, yeah, there was a couple different things. I would say that the main takeaway I had was the Whoop bands. I, I don't know if anybody's brought that up to you previously, but it's essentially like an Apple Watch or just like a monitor that you wear on your wrist that actually measures your stress level. So it depends on like if you had a really hard lift that day, like the, the data will show that. And um, I think that's just interesting to monitor that because then you know like how hard to push the next day or like how much you can get, like the most you can get out of your body. Right. Um, to see that in data is just amazing. And I would say something else that was interesting is that they had a 3D printer in one of their training rooms somewhere that like if you were to jam a finger, they could print um, a brace for you that would fit your hand specifically. Wow. Yeah, so it's just That's there's awesome. a lot of cool things going on over there. <laughs> it's incredible. No, it, it's awesome because it's it's really going to streamline so many processes, help with like you said, it's really you know take care of athletes' bodies in a way that's going to be very efficient um, for for the recovery, right? And to be able to be at their best performance. Um, and, and I think that's just truly incredible to to have that support system right in place. 
Awesome. And, and I think going up, um, you know, in the direction for your overall career, what does that kind of look like for you, Amaya? And, and kind of just, you know, how do you envision your career in the next few years or in, in, even in the sport um, of, of beach volleyball? Um, I would love to play after college, so I'm hoping to kind of uh, utilize all of the resources that LSU has to kind of make me the best I can be in these next two years and carry that hopefully after college. And I guess kind of going along with that NIL space, I want to continue to have a platform, but as a professional athlete, whether that's on a domestic tour or an international tour, I just love the sport and everything that comes with being an athlete. So I would love to continue that for as long as possible. That's awesome. Well, we hope we can support you in every way we can as you continue, you know, in the next couple of years uh, throughout your career. Um, you know, a little bit as we wrap things up, though, I want to talk more about what do you see, you know, when, when you do have some downtime or free time on your hands, what are other, besides your sport, other passions or hobbies or even just ventures that you dived into so far? Um, what, what are things that you like to do with, with your free time when you do have some on your hands? Yeah, I would love to kind of get into media, kind of the NIL space kind of actually brought me into that. I would love how to utilize my social media better and just kind of like understanding how that works. Um, So going along with that, I've really been interested in learning how to, I'm trying to figure out how to say this, like I want to get into videography. Um, I see these videos on TikToks all the time and it's like cinematic videos and how to make these videos look so crisp and clear it's just something that fascinates me and I love the idea of capturing memories on a film because that's another thing I like to do I like to explore things in my community so that's like one of the main ways I do that is food trucks or I played a tournament up in uh, Steamboat Springs recently and um, there was a lot of really pretty waterfalls and things up there so I just love being able to kind of capture that visually so right now I just kind of take videos on my phone and turn them into a montage but I would love to kind of figure out how to make those look a little more professional. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I think that's that's great because you can even use your highlights and other stuff um, and even stuff out right inside on your life, right, behind the scenes um, as a student athlete. Like there's so much creative content you can do around videography, right, besides just being within your sport. Um, and I think that is, is really powerful because it allows, uh, you know, fans and other people that, that are inspired by your career to, you know, really um, see that from a different lens. Um, and, and I think that's really powerful to see that. And, and kind of wrapping things up here, we do this in every episode, Amaya. So going to just these three points, what would be three pieces of advice that you would give back to the youth and the kids and this whole next generation that can help them um, as they navigate through their, their own lives and direction? Yeah, I think it's actually funny. We did touch on a couple of these as we've been talking. So I would say my first one is uh, prioritize your mental health. Um, I think a lot of athletes don't understand how important that could be. It's just like training another muscle, and it not only helps you in your sport, but it helps you in life. Uh, When things get tough, you just kind of learn how to better cope with those things, and as well as if you understand how to kind of maintain your mental health, that can help you help others as well. Um, I would say the second thing is be your authentic self. I feel like a lot of younger athletes um, just kind of want to fit into what's cool at the time but it's something that I've always found very valuable is learning to accept who you are and embrace who you are because inevitably once you get to college people love individuality (laughs) yeah just being unique is something that's um, 
super cool because no one else is like you. Um, yep. And it's that's kind of how building your brand comes about. Just being you is special. It's so special. Um, and I guess my last thing would be uh, don't be afraid to chase your dreams. <laughs> Clearly anything is possible. Like I'm playing beach volleyball and I'm from a state that doesn't have a beach. That's <laughs> <laughs> very so, true. Yeah, honestly, I think... Um, so go after anything that you feel would make you happy. No dreams are too big. And if honestly, if your dreams don't scare you a little bit, they're not big enough. So, I love it. And just to recap all that you said, Amaya, you said number one, prioritize your mental health. And we talked a lot, a lot in depth in that um, and how important that is You know, for even, athlete, even non-student athletes, right? I think everyone needs to prioritize that mental health. Um, and number two, to always be your authentic self. Um, you know, don't try to be anyone else, but always try to be who you really are. Um, and number three, you said, don't be afraid to chase your dreams. Um, you know, we only have one life to live. Uh, I'm very passionate about going after your dreams and vision and aspirations. Um, and, and you're a living example of that for beach volleyball. And I, and I think that's incredible what you've done so far in your career and continue to do. Um, and so we really appreciate you and my MSCA for being on our show, the next generation of superstars. Everybody in the audience, please give her a follow all over social media. Stay tuned for upcoming season and for her first digital training card release coming up on our partner platform, Virtual Stacks. Thank you so much for being on our show, and we look forward to helping you and following you in your journey. Thank you. I appreciate it.